0: Welcome back to Water Flying. This week, we are joined by Gary Norris, the president of the International Seaplane Fly-In in Greenville, Maine, happening this year, 2021, September 9th through the 12th. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to Water Flying, a weekly podcast to bring you all things seaplanes. I'm Steve McKay, the Executive Director of the Seaplane Pilots Association,
0: and I'm Abby Kellett, Assistant to the Executive Director at the Seaplane Pilots Association, and I'm also a flight instructor in seaplanes.
1: The Seaplane Pilots Association is committed to protecting and promoting water flying. We achieve this by working to maintain and expand waterway access. We promote seaplane safety, create educational programs. Produce the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community, and we create exciting seaplane events.
0: We want to continue to improve this podcast, and we encourage your feedback. Feel free to reach out to us if there is anything you would like to hear in future episodes.
1: So thanks for listening. Let's jump right in. Well, welcome back to another episode of Water Flying. I am so pleased we have our good friend, Mr. Gary Norris, the new president of the Greenville uh, International Seaplane Fly-In from Maine with us. And uh, Gary, thanks for, for being with us
2: today. Yes, yeah, thanks for having me. That's great.
0: So it's great to have you at the helm. I know that you just came on of uh, this year, February, correct? Yes. So congratulations. And you were on the board. You have a whole history with this event, correct?
2: I have. I was on the, I used to, oh, because I've come for many years, competed many years, but I got involved because of the, my enthusiasm, and then I got on the committee, and then I was on the committee for a little bit, and then I got voted onto the board, and I guess through all that, they thought I was doing a pretty good little job helping out, so they wanted to have me as the new president for the Greenville Flying. so, Yes.
0: That's wonderful. So I, for one, can say that before I became a seaplane pilot and, you know, started working really at the Seaplane Pilot Association, I had no idea what the International Seaplane Fly-In was. I thought it was Oshkosh and then Sun and Fun is obviously a little closer to home here in Florida. So why don't you give everyone, um, our viewers, our listeners, a little overview of what exactly the International Seaplane Fly-In is in Greenville, Maine, some of its history.
2: Cross Greenville, way up on the corner of the country. And we're just a, it's a sea, it's a flying for seaplanes. It's been going on from 1973. Uh, we became a nonprofit group, in 1995 as a seaplane flying. And we uh, had quite a few people start that for me. So I, uh, I uh, and it's something that's been taking place.
0: Okay, okay, so it's been going on for quite a few years. So this will be the forty fifth anniversary of the of the well, flying. This,
2: this year will be forty seven years. Forty seven year. years. Oh yeah. my
0: goodness! Wow.
2: Yeah, because the pandemic put a little slice in our forty eighth. But that's right. Uh, <laughs> That's
0: right. Oh, goodness. And you know, Maine, I know that we had Levi on from PK floats up in Maine. And he was he's been on a couple times speaking on the amazing seaplane flying that happens in Maine. And I don't think everyone really thinks of Maine as being a real, you know, cluster of seaplane pilots. But I know that there I mean, I know now that there are some really enthusiastic seaplane pilots up there. So I'm sure that's part of why the flying is such a success. What's your experience flying in that area?
2: Well, that was the whole thing. There is so many pilots here that have come to the flying for so many years. Because uh, I live here in the mid part of the state, and you'll be—I mean, all day long you'll hear an airplane going over back and forth. Uh, it's pretty amazing. One this weekend we had, it was dozens of airplanes. And because up here there's so many waterways and so much water in our state, and we're so open. To the seaplanes in our state. We don't we don't have big restrictions and, and it's very it's that's a very great thing to be able to come and go. But I mean with the especially with the flying, there's so many seaplane pilots that come from Maine and it's something we look forward to through the whole year. We talk about it. And I have, you know, because it's such a family event. A fa- uh, the water the water flying is a really a big family, a big family is what it is of, of people that waterfly. And uh, but with that said, uh, the, the enthusiasm in our state where we can go anywhere as we want to go with airplanes. And I mean, it's it's endless. You can go out for dinner. You can go for a sightseeing flight. You can go to work in them some days. I've gone to jobs before and taken samples and dropped them off to customers when they've lived on lakes and jobs I've had on <laughs> lakes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it just it's such a broadness in our state. And, the, and we have so many I have so many friends that are pilots and I met them. I met so many friends through pilot, pilot, and um, so, yeah. So I think one of the things that really
1: sticks out to me from all of my travels and from talking to pilots that have operated both in Alaska and Maine is, I think Maine is about the closest thing you can compare to what Alaska bush pilot flying is like and to the opportunities. Uh, much like Alaska, a lot of people have remote fish camps uh, or remote uh, destinations that they can go to and take their seaplane to and stay at, or they, you know, they have their own camp out in the woods and it, it really is um, a wide open state uh, that is incredibly sparsely populated and um, very reminiscent of, I think the, the flying that we do in Alaska.
2: Yes. I mean, you take, there's so many campsites in Maine on these lakes. We've gone, we've packed our airplanes before. Some of them, me and my friends, the, the Duns, and the list goes on. We've packed our camping gear, and we've gone camping for the weekend. And there's many, many places that you can go flying and go camping. Uh, we have some, we have a northern place, northern, really remote of Maine. That we go moose hunting out of, we go up there for the weekends, uh, and uh, it's 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 almost sometime overwhelming all the things that we do have for uh, for the seaplane availability. It's, it's it's almost endless here, and we have some great couple of great seaplane bases, Northern Maine to get fuel, and uh, I uh, I've really enjoyed seaplane flying because it gives me such a broad nester and. The fall, the foliage is what's amazing. And to be able to fly over it and go from lake to lake and area to area. Uh, And because we use, we've used float planes to get people in and out of hunting camps and fishing and travel for forever. That's what really brought the seaplane, uh, you know, the Greenville International Seaplane really into tack was because of years back and the season was ending. And let's get a seaplane. Let's, you know, a few people said, let's get a, Few people together, and let's have a seaplane flying in Greenville. And it was so; it was a main hub, the Folsoms and the Courier seaplane bases. It was such a hub for uh, remote people going back into fishing camps, hunting camps, and that, and that and that sort of thing.
0: I guess I hadn't really thought of it as you know the last hurrah of the season, but I guess it is for for you guys up there, the seaplane pilots up in Maine. And I think you paint just such a beautiful picture of what it's like to fly up there. And one of the things that I'm hearing, and I know we had touched on this when we talked with Levi from PK Floats, is that amphibs aren't necessarily required. It sounds like what you could do could be done off of a straight floated seaplane, and I don't think there's many areas that could that could state that. That
1: could take, that could
2: accommodate it. That so, could accommodate yeah. that, yes. Yeah, well you know, cause everybody, you know, the, the wheel plane, the amphibious float plane is great, you know. We we, we, we love them. We love to see them come to the Greenville flying, but straight float flying up here, we have so many opportunities because the beaches, you don't need a dock, you don't even need a camp. You you can go to Lobster Lake, one of the most beautiful lakes up here. It's just it's north, just a little northeast of Moosehead Lake. It has a beautiful beach up there. And last year during the we didn't have the flying. But a few of us got together last year and on Friday, about 20 seaplanes, which was quite a few, flew up to Lobster, landed on the beach, which would probably accommodate 50 airplanes or more, <laughs> and had, had a lunch and a great day. It was a beautiful day. It's just because of the enthusiasm for people coming to Greenville. Everybody like, well, we'll still go to Greenville. We know we can't have a flying because of the pandemic, but let's, let's get out and we can go flying and we can go use our seaplanes and they can be straight floats and, didn't, and we don't have a, have a dock or anything.
1: Yeah, and I, I know exactly where you're talking about. <laughs> it's a beautiful beach. So I think that's one of the things, you know, in the decade that I've been going to the event, uh, it really represents to me is just how impassioned uh, the seaplane pilots that go to this event are. And again, as as you said, you know, these guys have been going to this event for decades in some cases. And literally, you know, when you look at the Duns, I, I feel like I've watched the family grow up
2: in some cases um, at the event, yeah, well, yeah, it's I've been, you know, you think forty-seven years, and and it started out kind of a small group of people, and now think about this. I mean, you've been there, Steve. I mean, you've been there, you've been involved, and the SBA's been there so many years, which is great to be represented at our, at our fly and have the SBA there, and it's and, uh, such a great large event, and I've been to Alaska many a times. I own a place in Alaska. I've traveled and flew in Alaska, and Maine is so close to Alaska, it's it's amazing how uh, the two resemblance, because of the open opportunity to go where you want to go in, Northern, in Maine, and and use, you you know, to use your full plane. And then with Greenville, we grew and grew and grew from probably 3000 people in the town to 15,000 now. It's, it's it, the town is so full of people. It's almost, you know, there's highly, you know, it's highly find a place to park. You, you, people <laughs> park mile away just to come down and see the event and, and be, be involved in the Greenville flying.
1: Yeah, and so I want to paint the picture of Greenville itself. Uh, we are talking a very small town, matter of fact, so small that it does not even have a stoplight except for the weekend of the uh, seaplane event. <laughs> and so they roll in a stoplight on wheels, uh, generally for Main Street, for the one intersection <laughs> in the town. And, and it has so much character and the town has been so accommodating and welcoming to us as pilots. Um uh, and because it's small, if you do need hotel accommodations, uh, call now or, or call for next year in advance right. because uh, uh, it is a large crowd. So camping might be your best option this late in the game if you want to uh, go ahead and join us up there.
2: Yeah, and you know, Greenville is a, a small community, but big hot. The people from Greenville, they welcome They just welcome all of us coming in there. I mean, the years that I've been coming for many years and before I even, I was young, even coming up into high school and right out of high school, that's when the Greenville Flying started. And the, as you come there, you know, I don't care if it's a restaurant you go to, I know it gets busy for everybody there, but they still, the business people, the people that are in Greenville and it's right on the South end of Moosehead. When you come down over the mountain and you drop down, looking over, looking, Moosehead the lake. looking up the lake, you can see probably all the way to Kenio from coming into town. It's a, it, and you see Squaw Mountain to you on the West side, just sticking through the horizon There's mountains on both sides of the valley. As you go up through Moosehead and, uh, So, you know, when the Appalachian Trail runs up through the east side of Moosehead Lake, it runs towards Katahdin, and uh, it's a a spectacular view, and the city grows, and the city is welcome, and everybody, the biggest thing is is finding room to come in the fall, because everybody gears up the year, almost the year before they're going to come, they gear up to have rooms for that year. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And uh that is that's funny cuz that experience as you come over that last hill and all of a sudden you just see the lake in front of you is just such an amazing like welcome home if you're driving into the town. It is.
2: Yeah. And and, and cuz you know we go I I go I used to go like on Thursday morning, I'd get to Greenville or Thursday afternoon, and then all of a sudden I was going Wednesday, and all of a sudden I was going Tuesday. I spent a whole week up there, and <laughs> there's, you know, because and, and people are coming in, you know, one airplane behind the other, and we just sit there and just adore all the airplanes coming into the flying, and we eat, greet each other and the people from out of state that come. When we have a lot of people from out of state come, and they look forward to it. We have people that have been coming for 30, 40 years there. Come to this fly, and it's 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 an spectacular it's, it's really a spectacular thing to see with all they. It's all the float planes fo- coming right over the roofs of the city, coming in to land <laughs> into that little East Cove. You'd have to experience to see it. You know, I mean, it, it, it nose sometimes seems like nose to tail dropping into the cove, and and um, we land right out in front by by the forestry and by the uh, fishing game department because that's where we hold our contest. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I was showing Abby um, over the last uh, several weeks. I've been showing her photos. I was like, this is my favorite approach of anywhere in the world that I've flown seaplanes. He's like,
0: it's between this roof and this roof. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Seems yeah, like a, it's a, uh, a little you know, it's in town.
2: There's you know, when you're entering, you know, you know, when you're going final and you're entering, you're coming down in into the land of the East Cove. You're like, well, I don't want to wait. You know, you don't want to land way out into the lake. You want to try to land. You know, have a nice shot field land and land in the lake. Well, there's a big building on the right and a big building on the left, and there's a few little buildings in the middle. So, <laughs> them are the ones that you kind of draw and you come over and and uh, you land into the cove and you look like you're a pretty good little pilot that way. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does a good
0: year give you for, um, for pot, for airplanes? Like what's, what's your attendance record?
2: Oh, you know, we were looking, I don't remember what year it was because every year is different. You know what really pushes the weather is what really yeah. stages the flying for us because, you know, we always end at the end of the year. There's always hurricanes coming and going. And if we have, you know, it's funny because if Thursday it's good, and Monday it's going to be decent. We it, it changed the dynamics because we've had five hundred wheel planes and a hundred and thirty forty seaplanes come in many years. Wow. I mean, and because up to the up to the airport, people can come with folk, with airplanes land on wheels, and they can come they can uh, camp right under their wings, no charge, and so many people do that enjoy being up there, and because they can socialize, there's plenty of socializing going up around the, the airport at Greenville because of all the hangars and people that have just got their doors open a hangar and are welcoming people come in on wheels and there's fuel and there's a, it's a, it's a nice setup up to Greenville to come on wheels. And then of course we have the shuttle service that we can take wheel people down and back. We have, we have a really good shuttle service when you come to Greenville to get back and forth from the airport down to the uh, seaplane base.
1: Yeah, there's a constant stream of vans uh, or a van going back and forth, and it's only about a mile and a half, um, yeah. so it doesn't take much to to get from the airport Shuttle. down to the yeah down to the base. And, uh, you know, it's funny because we literally, my wife and I have evacuated uh, Florida. I had planned to go to the event anyways, but we've literally uh, ridden out hurricanes in Greenville, Maine, at the event uh, that were hitting Florida, along with uh, several other seaplane pilots, including John Brown and Francis Brown. Uh, one year, uh, we were out there. It seemed like everyone from Florida was worrying about what was going on in uh Flor- you know, going going on down here. And there's been warm events where it's been really warm and just like summer weather and there's been... Times where it's literally thirty-two degrees and and a little bit of snow falling as we go fly. So
2: it's yeah, and you better you better bring your you know don't kind of like going to Alaska. When you go to Alaska, you get laid. You better bring seasonal clothes because <laughs> one day you'll be out and it'll be beautiful, and you better be prepared for cold weather and a rain and a rain jacket and a fleece and another fleece and and a lot of nights after the banquets, every people will get together and set outside and and it just for some reason that time of year we'll have beautiful days but it can turn off cool in the evenings and one thing we do usually you get accustomed to is the winds the winds during that time of year because it's getting towards fall and we get a lot of the west northwest winds and it comes right straight down into the cold so that brings a little nip in the air so if you're going to come to the flying make sure you bring a lawn chair and you know because you want to be able to sit out and watch the events and bring a nice warm jacket sometime that you can put on take off so yeah
0: Probably a good idea. Like, give people an idea of what they should be packing. So take <laughs> <Yes>. notes, <Steve. laughs> Exactly,
2: yeah. I'll
0: be fine yeah. here in my shorts and T-shirt. Um, you guys yeah. can be cold up there. Um, as far as, you know, you guys being so close to Canada, and, you know, it's the international seaplane in, what does the international flying look like there? I mean, do you have lots of Canadians coming in?
2: You know, because, you know, the pandemic put right. a... Yeah, that put a hitch on all of us, and, and, and But we've had uh, we've had a lot. We have a lot of Canadian folks that come down uh, each year, uh, and and we're hoping. I we you know we're just starting because now everything is getting open. We're starting to get some movement, and and, and it's right at this moment. I mean, hope and then, you know I've been every day. I spend a lot, quite quite a large amount of time trying to figure out who's coming, not because of the borders because our Canadian friends, which are very, you know, we're, we're really close to our Canadian friends and they come and cause they live in a space where full plane flying is, is pretty open too. And, uh, but this year we're not sure exactly how many, you know, what, what, because of the mandate, what the restrictions the are. Yeah. Yeah. So but we, we, but we, like I say, we have a, we have a quite a substantial amount of people who come down from Canada to see us every year. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, uh, been some pretty, um, uh, regular airplanes, a beaver that comes down quite a bit, things like that, uh, on a regular basis. I think one of the things that I want to, you know, there's just so much to talk about when it comes to this event is yes. it's not just the flying in the daytime. There's literally, uh, a dinner on the Katahdin, which is this very historic over 100 year old boat, uh, that occurs on Thursday night, um, for kind of a, a warm up for the event, and then there is a dinner uh, both Friday and Saturday night, and a poker run as well.
2: Yeah, and on Friday, because you know the Thursday night called the Kate, the Katadni. Yep. <laughs> and what it is, the Kate was an old boat that used to travel up and down Moosehead Lake, and that was one of the ways people could move because there was no road access. So they would go to Keniel up to the island Keniel Mountain, and the boat would take. Travel is up and down the lake and they've restored the boat a couple of times. The Greenville flying, we have used, we have used the boat. It's a beautiful old tugboat and we have used it for many, uh, many years. And because SPA, we do a breakfast on Sunday morning and on that same boat. Uh, and we, uh, we, uh, uh, we, uh, doing that, you know, being that said, uh, we, uh, Oh, I lost my train of thought where I <laughs> <certainly laughs> want to go with that.
1: <laughs> no, it, it there's a lot going on. The poker run goes out to some. Yeah, fish that's, camps. I was going back to that. Yeah.
2: So uh, you know, now on Friday we have. I wanted to mention this too. A few years ago, Mister Desham, he came to us as a sponsor with autistic kids, and on Friday we give rides. To some of his autistic kids and his staff, every year on Friday, oh, that's and uh, it's really a neat thing. Tommy Dunn and I have done that, and, and 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 it's been a great great thing. On Friday, we do the poker run on Friday. Uh, we have pe like I say, people will go off, and we'll give them some directions. If you come when you come to the fly-in, we'll give you directions on different lakes you could go to to sit and have lunch, and different restaurants and different places you go eat. Right on the water, take your airplane, fly and land, go to the birches, uh, you know, and just just fly around Moosehead's beautiful. Then on, because that's Friday night, we have a lobster and steak dinner. We usually have a speaker, and this year we're having a band again. We're going to have a band this year, which uh, we had it two years ago, and people, it was nice to have that entertainment where we could stay, because... We didn't have it for a few years, so everybody kind of left and went out town and found their own entertainment. Now we brought a band in; it, kept, it keeps all the flying family together, and we all have fun and take pictures. And, and I it, tell you, that weekend is just a bunch of flying people and full plane flying people getting together—aviation people that love aviation. And I'm I'm probably one of the biggest ones. I love seeing my family come. I love seeing my friends come from all over the country every year. And sometimes it's the only time you see them. Yeah. And then on Saturday course, now we have all of our events, you know, we have the bush pilots canoe race and that is like the premier thing. People, you it, it, it have to see it to enjoy it, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So getting into some of those competitions, like, what the heck is a slalom race?
2: <laughs> Abby, Abby uh, has
1: only heard of the uh, the competitions, but they're unique and and the best ones that I know of of any seaplane event. So, yeah, take a, a moment. I mean, there's there's many different competitions. Tell, yeah, tell I'll give them. you
2: like the little uh, first one is we always open the day because I wanted to th- tell you something too. We're doing this year. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a competition airplanes parade first thing in the morning before it even gets going. At noontime, we're going to have a meet your pilot. And what we want to do is, Randy Strebby, who is the SPA field director for Indiana, who comes to the flying every year and competes. We're going to, he's putting together, we're going to have pilots on the dark, big dock system. And we're going to have people be able to come down, talk to the pilots, get in their airplanes. And then we're going to have a little raffle. And we're, each pilot's going to pick somebody to take them for a ride right to the end of our little segment on Meet the Pilots. There's a couple of new things we did. So then at 10 o'clock, we'll start the Bush Pilots Canoe Race, and it's basically you have a paddler, a, a pilot. The pilot has to go up to a dock. The paddler has to get there. You put the uh, canoe, tie it onto the plane. You have to step-taxi around and go back to the dock and drop the canoe onto the dock. People, I mean, it's it's something you have to come and see one time. It's unique to Greenville. And then because we have the, you know, we have this takeoff contest, and that's probably people love the takeoff contest. It's that's a pretty intense thing and two airplanes going up against each other. And, and there's a, there's a boat in the water with a flagger. And it's, it's intense because I do it You know, as <laughs> gets out there. They know it's pretty nerve wracking. And, and uh, it's, it's really, it's two airplanes and they're just, who can get off the water for, for us and we have some round Robins and there's like eight classes that we do that. And then we have the spot landing and we have buoys buoy set up, so you have to land onto the buoy or beyond. If you learn even – I've landed a half a float shot and got disqualified because I didn't land beyond the buoy, you know. And, but there's a little spot landing contest for all classes. and all There's different classes because of, of airspeed. And then we have the uh, – we call it the uh, slalom race. And it's a big slalom course set up, buoys out, out in the water. And then there's like five buoys – they're fairly close to each other, and then there's one way out in the cove, and you have to, and the, the minute you push your throttle and take off, you step taxi through the buoys, and you have to go all the way around this other buoy, then back through the buoys and come back by where you started, and you can't lift, you have to have your float, at least one float in the water all the time. If you break water and you're going too fast, you get disqualified. Yeah, so that's a few of the events we have.
1: Yeah, and bar bar none, the most competitive competitor's at any seaplane event I have ever gone to,
2: <laughs> yeah, you'd have to know the Dunn family. You know, it's that's a pretty, uh, you know, anybody's been to the been to the flying. The Dunn family definitely—they've been a family that had been around the Greenville flying from day one. Their, their father and the boys have come down through Tommy and his Billy and his there's, his there's cousins. There's, there's a bunch of them, and they're all aviation nuts, and they're all more the competitive. They like going to the Olympics on <laughs> on the day of a uh, seaplane fly day you know so <laughs> those, those duns just keep coming they do yeah because tommy's <laughs> boys have got into uh one, danny has got his license and he's starting to he's flying and getting full flying and and uh, brian's kids are coming up and, yeah there's a there's a bunch of them the whole and, legacy. And they're all to they keep generation and down which is good because that's what we need you know we need to keep keep the generation of Flyers coming, and then if we don't help them, then they won't come along. And because they, maybe they're driven like us. Too. Well, because Tommy has always had his two boys paddle for him for many years. <laughs> and uh, I told him if he ever changed one of his young boys out to another paddler, I don't know if he'd win anymore, you know. So,
1: <laughs> well, yeah. and, and I want to give a shout out to Randy and Allison uh, Strebig, uh, who yes. met each other. Uh, Allison was Randy's uh, instructor. Uh, doing his, uh, rating and then they ended up ultimately
2: getting married.
1: Oh, yeah. that's a good story.
2: Yeah, it's pretty, yes. And they come every year and they've been, it's, it's like, they're another two. We stay in touch with them. They've been dear friends of ours. And if I need, you know, we, we've we been talking now because the flyings coming. And then he's the one that come up with the idea of this meet the pilot thing. So I said, okay, you take a hold of it. I got enough to do on my plate. I said, can you put it all together? And he did. And we. And, and, and if you go to the website, we have stuff, you know, on the website. So.
1: Yeah, and I think they practice year-round because they give everyone a run for their money in the canoe they contest.
2: <laughs> but, you know,
0: all those pilots have to be pretty sharp, right? I mean, you got oh, to really know, be, be You about skills. coming
2: to Greenville Fly-In? There's a lot of airplanes, and there's a lot of airplanes in the air at one time. In all the years that we've had this fly-in, we have never had an incident where anybody has had anything happen because of, of the... I was just going to do that. Yeah, I'm knocking on wood here. Uh, Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, but we do have a great safety record coming to Greenville, and we have a pilot, you know, we have a pilot safety meeting at the beginning. uh, So, yeah, and uh, but Randy and them, they'll be here. They've been here many years now, so, yeah. And I just
1: want to paint one more time. We've talked about this small town, and we've talked about the mountains and and coming into, you know, over the hill into the uh, lake. But so by car – it it seems like it takes at least three hours once you get off the main highway to get into the, the town. Uh, and you're going through, it's two-lane road only. Uh, once you get off the interstate, you, you've got two and a half to three hours on two-lane roads going through these northern main small towns. And uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful area. And this lake is actually the largest mountain lake in the eastern United States. It's 40 miles long and up to 10 miles wide and has over 280 miles of shoreline for wow. people to explore.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, talk about the ride coming up through. Because for people that are driving this year, the road got better. They, oh. just the, they just paved a whole bunch of road. Oh, probably three quarters of the way into Greenville now has all been paved and fixed this summer. So if anybody's driven before, which many people have, because we usually I usually I drive and my I, I fly and my wife drives our motor coach up there. And that's what we stay in for the week. And it's a little rough, she says, taking it up through there. With me, I get a nice soft flight coming up through the airplane, and, <laughs> you know, but but many people experience that because we have a lot of camping people that come. And now Telford Allen, where he, he had bought the Folsom's hangar and now he lets us use it for his for the banquets. He has a huge parking area that we park motorhomes and campers all over that area. There's a slew of people running around there.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny because we had a volunteer that uh Melissa Graybia that ended up becoming a main commercial seaplane pilot after coming up to the event several years with us. And I remember her coming up the first time and she was trying to use Google Maps to get to Greenville. And I was like, yeah, well, that's <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> There's no cell phone service. Yeah. And she and she ended up on a dirt road on a grass strip somewhere in the middle of nowhere, totally wow. lost in the middle of yeah. the night. It's
2: it, it, One thing about Greenville, it is a little bit remote, but I'll tell you the view as you come towards Greenville up through the Monson area, right? Because the road, the Appalachian Trail crosses right over through Monson and, and starting right through that Monson Monson area all through Shirley into Greenville it's all mountains it's, it's such a beautiful sight coming you know coming into the town of Greenville and it says has such great history for a little town with little people but it sure comes alive during the fly-in.
1: Yes it does and I'd like to really give a shout out to the Fish and Wildlife Service as well who provide the hangar and the ramp and the docks and everything else that we use uh, they have really been a very important partner for this event for as long as I can remember.
2: Oh, they have we. Because uh, uh, the, now the new Warden Pilot's name's Chris, and he's, he's one feller I gotta keep in touch with. Because uh, we we to get you know they let us use their big hangar, they let us use their docking space, they let us use all the beaches areas and docks that are there. We put docks out behind behind fish and wildlife for straight float people, and um, we can't really we without without the main Forestry Service. And that without warden service, we couldn't have that. Event would be much harder for us to have and have such a good event as we do without the ward, without the pilot service and uh, fishery on the other side of the cold.
1: Yeah. And also Telford Allen and, and those guys as well, which have always been supportive. Uh, oh well. yeah.
2: Telford has been Telford too. I'll tell you, I know Telford. Well, I've got to know him very well, very generous man and all the property that he has right along that East shore it during the flying, he opens up his house, his hangars. He let us have our seaplane base right at his facilities Uh, camping, whatever it is, he opens it, totally opens it up during the Greenville flying time.
0: It's cool to just see a whole area that kind of has those love eyes for seaplanes. It's just, it's neat to think about. And you paint such a nice picture of it. Um, Is there anything that you would, I know that you said there's a pilot briefing, but is there any um, instructions, any of our listeners that may be arriving that you would like them to, to be aware of? Maybe some some initial I things
2: do. I do, you know the, that we and and that's what kind of will try to help keep the safety coming. Yes, you know, there's one thing about it, we want to make sure you know, a big goal is safety, and uh, we have. Uh, 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 it's the website. The website, and go on the website. That's one big thing. It's the it's you know it's our Unicom system. Uh, you know, coming into the airport, which in the seaplane base is different than. When you when you're coming in there uh, but it's uh, from Thursday to Sunday we have a different frequency at the seaplane base always use the airport unicorn as as they come in but we have if you go on to the international seaplane flying website in international you'll see uh, a pilot's page and view into that pilot's page because in that's a lot of information coming and going we're going to have fuel at the dock this year Fuel for folks, especially straightforward airplanes. We we have that all set up for this year. And uh, we want to make sure that the people know that 123.30 is our Unicom on Thursday, Friday and Saturday for the seaplane base. That's really, that's pretty important.
0: Wonderful, and that is seaplanefly-in.org. So if anyone's looking up that website. But of course, if you just type in International Seaplane Fly-In Greenville, Maine, this will be the first thing that pops up. But again, yes. if you're looking for the URL, it's seaplanefly-in.org. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yep, and you can always go to seaplanes.org and find the event information, and those links are there as well.
0: We'll put it in the show notes as well, so if anyone's looking for it.
1: Absolutely. And if you have not been there, we strongly encourage you to come join us at the most spectacular seaplane event anywhere in the world. So, you know, everyone wants to know one of the most uh, common questions about Greenville and associated with the Greenville event is everyone wants to know what's going on with the DC-3 on floats. We've heard that they have a DC-3 on floats at Greenville. What's the story with that?
2: Cause they, they do. And I, know, and if everybody probably don't, that don't know years ago, the Folsoms they own that, they own that airplane. They had it flying one time. They've been trying really hard to get it up and going. We were hoping this year that they were going to have it up and running, but it is up to the airport. And for anybody that comes up can could go and take a peek at that airplane, but we don't think it's going to be up and flying for this year. We were hoping for it again, but it doesn't look like the DC-3. It was something the Folsom put on floats many years ago. I was fortunate enough, and I'm thinking it's been 20 now. The time goes by that they flew it, and I happened to be there the day that they put it in the water. It was one year that I did go, and I see it fly, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to fly. The DC-3 is not going to fly on floats this year.
1: Yeah, I know. Last time I was up there, they had uh, completed restoring one of the floats, at least, uh, when I was up there. So um, as we kind of get to the end here, uh, I also want to make sure that um, this is kind of going to be a painful event for some of us who uh, had the great pleasure of knowing Dwayne Lander, who was one of the founders of the event, along with Dave Quam, and uh, also Roger Courier, a good friend that I I just feel so fortunate to have got to know over the years and fly with, uh, flying his 195s with him. Uh, Just an amazing man, an amazing company, uh, courier service, flying service, um, and uh, his lovely wife and and daughter and uh, Susan. And, um, you know, they're going to be deeply, deeply missed. We lost both of them in the last year. And, um, uh, they were real fixtures of the Greenville scene.
2: Yes. And you know, I, uh, cause I knew Dwayne well, I knew Dwayne really well. I knew Roger and Sue. And cause I knew them, same thing, coming to the Greenville, coming to Greenville flying and seeing their commitment. And it's more just that it was their passion for aviation and love flying. I love the people of flying. And cause Dave Quam and Dwayne Landers, Telford Allen, T2, and Chip Taylor, Dick Folsom, and Charlie Cole were the original founders of this. They're the ones that put this, said, let's have a fly-in. And because we've lost Dwayne Landers, Dwayne Landers passed away, Telford T2 passed away, and um, Charlie Cole did. Uh, so those are the people that we have we have lost uh, since the beginning and they all had I knew I the only one I didn't know well was with Charlie but they all had great passion for the Greenville Flying and we're going to have a memorial flyby for them on Saturday we're going to have a moment of silence and a memorial for them on a little bit on Friday night at the Friday night banquet but they're going to be dearly missed by the Greenville people and the and in the, the flying community it comes to Greenville every year uh for for us yeah Yeah, I I mean, I never went to
1: Greenville without taking time to go visit with Roger and go fly with him every time I could. Uh, And he was um, such an amazing guy and so interested in the history and preserving the history of the local area and the seaplanes and everything else. Uh, And of course, we all would watch him drive around in his Willie's Jeep. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, which was his first vehicle he ever owned. And and he was still driving it around here at the the latter stages of his life and it was his is literally his first vehicle.
2: <laughs> yeah. You so, know it's funny, Steve, you know, you've been coming for quite a few years, but uh you know we all you know we all come at a certain stage and I because I, I sit here and ask you, you know I mean, when you first started coming, what was your, you know, was it new people coming through the door? It'd be like you, Abby, coming and saying, oh, wow, (laughs) this is what I really experienced when I came, you know, when I flew into Greenville (laughs) or drove into Greenville, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: So to you listeners that have been hopefully enjoying this podcast, we would like to invite you to come to Greenville, Maine. September 9th through the 12th of this year, uh, 2021. It's generally always the second weekend of September, is when the event occurs. So you can plan as many years in advance as you would like to if you just hit the second weekend of September. And uh, we would love to have you come join the greatest seaplane gathering and event that I know of. And um, Gary, any last thoughts?
2: Yeah, uh, we're looking forward to it. It's coming quick. There's a lot going on, but we've had great. I mean, because remember, because uh, of last year and everything going on, but we we've had a enormous response. And uh, if you haven't got a room, you I'm not you know, call the chambers, get a hold of the county Greenville, and and get yourself a room because if you're an aviation person, even if you're not wheels floats, or if you're thinking just come and see a really cool aviation event, one of the largest in the world other than maybe Alaska, is come to Greenville Flying because it's a pretty neat experience.
1: Well, Gary, thanks for joining us today. And we hope you've enjoyed this uh, special episode of Water flying on the Greenville International Seaplane Flying. Until next time, be safe and expand your horizons with more seaplane flying. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Waterfine, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events, not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.